What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Halftime Snacks podcast. This show features short interviews that you can listen during the halftime of your favorite sports events. Every Tuesday, I host fun conversations with talented people in the sports industry, where we'll learn from their stories, knowledge, and experiences. So go grab your favorite snack and come snack with us. Are you ready? Let's go. Joining us today for the Halftime Snacks is a professional sailor and coach, experienced executive and leader in the sport of sailing by winning multiple national and international championships. Originally from Israel, this sports enthusiast has over 10 years of experience in business development in diverse tech companies. Today, he's the CEO and co-founder of Sea Analytics, a video-based platform that analyzes the performance of sailing athletes and help them improve through personalized insights. It is an honor and pleasure to host him in today's Halftime Snack, ladies and gentlemen, Omer Brand. Hey, hey, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the Halftime Snacks. Um, want to kick off our conversation with an icebreaker and I want to ask you, let's say that if you could have a uh, time machine, okay? You can choose. You can only go to the future or you can only go to the past. What would you choose? Oh, man. Um, damn. I'd probably go... Uh, I'd go to the future for sure. Heck. To the future. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I can't <laughs> wait to see what's what's going on, you know, especially in, in, in my world of sports and sailing. Uh, there's so much development going on. I, I just can't wait to see what's going on. What's coming up next? You know how they say that entrepreneurs are actually founders that come from the future and they're trying to build what they saw. So probably that's the reason why you're planning on going to the future because you're actually building it. Omer, man, that's an amazing answer. Uh, let's start. Let's start with you know straight away with sailing and the sport, which I which I find super fascinating because of its uniqueness. Let's talk about, first of all, what are some of the lessons, two or three life lessons that you've learned so far in your lifetime uh, through sailing? You've been a professional sailing, uh, Olympic level, you know. So how about you share with us a couple of life lessons that you've learned from it? So, so that's interesting. So sailing is really a complicated sport, right? And obviously, I think it's fascinating. And I'm a bit biased, probably, um, but but it is a fascinating sport because it teaches you um, physics and mathematics and mechanics, and you have to learn the weather patterns and how to work a boat and how to work in a team, and and you know and take tactical decisions in an always changing environment, right? Like the sea is always changing, and so so that's so, so that's interesting. Um, And, and you really have to be to, to adapt to all of that. Um, so one of them is you learn really quickly that going from A to B is never linear, right? It's it's not it's not um, it's not a straight line. Um, trying to go against the wind, or what we call upwind in sailing, you you just can't do that on a sailboat, right? You always have to tuck and jibe and and change your course and adjust your sails and whatnot. Um, so, so this is one thing. And this is sort of, um, you know, similar to, what up, to, to what's happening in life, right? Like you think you're going to go one way and plan everything and then something 
you know throws you off course and and you have to um you you have you have to think back on your feet and 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 change directions and and take the best shift or the best breeze as, as we say in 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 sailing and i think this is one thing that is quite um i, I learned from quite quite good i think and second is teamwork right to make a sailboat work it's it's quite a complex quite a complex thing so when everything is going right and everybody in the team know what they're doing and everything is going according to plan that's that's amazing um and even that it, it takes time to to master um but then when everything is going pear shaped this is when when you need to to have a really really good teamwork and really good communication between the team um and again th this is um you, you can take it to anything else and and every everything else in life so communication and trusting each other and having each other backs and preparation that is th th those traits are key, key to success you've been sailing for a couple of years now um maybe you want to share with us a little bit of how it was bef before and how exactly do you have you seen that technology has transformed sailing uh, in many ways so if if you want to share maybe the things that have impressed you the most from how it started and how it's going or just just share with us how how that transition has been has been happening throughout the years yeah so i'm, I'm selling a bit more than a couple of years i'm selling for i don't know 30 years almost if not more actually <laughs> so, so it's a long time and and the the development during those years was i know it sounds like a long time 30 years but the development was absolutely amazing and especially in the past 10 years um when when the sailing industry and i'm not talking about sea analytics or, or myself just the sailing industry um decided to take a lot more technological approach to to sailing and it's in the way they build boats and design boats and how they control them so um there is a lot more use in in uh, advanced materials like carbon fiber and titanium and whatnot so really really strong and really light materials that allows to build uh, lighter and faster boats um and that comes with better design and you know the better design comes with um better softwares and better predictions and and all that kind of things which now we see a lot of hydrofoiling boats so basically boats that flying above the water and they're doing two to three times this the speed of the wind which propelled them so that is an uh, you know when when people see that, that this is just blowing their mind right because how can you go faster than the wind that propels you that doesn't make any sense almost right unless you know physics um yeah so, so they those those are massive massive advances in especially in the past 10 or 15 years or so and with those boats that we see going a lot faster and a lot more complex we see better control systems and control systems can be either mechanically but also um, better software and, and better electronics on the boats and that that is just just been doing you know huge huge leaps forward in the past 10 or 15 years that that's just amazing 
Yeah, I guess that, I mean, I want to hear the story of C-Analytics because that is really just as an example of how new and different types of technologies are being implemented. But how about we just start that with with the story, how you got the idea to, to create this technology, how, what was the process of building this technology, like what types of techs are you layering together to make this happen? What sort of changes have you been doing along the way? Should just share with us the quick story of C-Analytics. The idea started when I was doing my last Olympic campaign and we didn't really have a coach um, for a lot of the time. So myself and my, my sailing partner, we did a lot of the analytics ourselves. So we put all sorts of sensors on the boat and GoPros and, and whatever. And after the sailing session, We, we sat for hours and hours trying to sync everything and take all this data and footage and video and try to make sense out of it. And that, that's time consuming, right? Um, and when I looked at it, and when I, when, and when I looked at it and you know, I tried to see what we were doing along the way. So for the past 30 years, Despite the technology in boats that, that advanced, the technology of how you actually analyze your sailing has not really advanced and it definitely didn't trickle down to, say, the club level or grassroots um, level. And so, so that was one thing. And then second thing, when you sit down with so much data, have it, have it be, let it be sensors or let it be... Uh, video. It doesn't matter if most people are not are not analysts. And then when they, they can, you can give them as much data as you want. They they don't make sense out of it, right? And then it's it's useless. So for me, it was a better way to do it. I I just had to find a better way to do it, and try to help the sport I love. And if I can make a business out of it, even better. I had this idea of how I can create this platform that anyone can upload their videos from their phones or GoPros or whatnot and, and the data from the sensors and magically everything will sync and, and magically something will happen and we'll extract only the points of interest and some, some highlights of the day that will tell you, okay, you should look at one, two, three points and that's it and make you make sense out of the day and come up with an actionable item. And that's it. If you come, if from every training session you come with one actionable item, then, then you're winning, right? You're making progress. Um, and that, that was the idea. Then I met uh, my co-founder. His name is Ronnie. He's a very, very good tech guy um, and a very um, enthusiast sailors for the past 20 years. And trying to talk to him and run him through my idea that I had in, in my head Um, he drafted some sort of a tech solution. We can go, we can go into it if, if you want, but um, some sort of a tech solution of how we can extract all this data and come up with some sort of, um, with some sort of insight based on our algorithms that we develop in-house. And, and we actually did it. And, you know, we still early stages and whatnot, but, but the platform is working. We have user base of sailors from all level, from club sailors in Israel to Olympic sailors in Europe and pro sailors and professional teams in, in France and, and Australia, right? 
So uh, we are testing this 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 method in in different level, and and the feedback that we get is actually a lot better than expected, especially for an early stage startup. Yeah, and and what I like about about C analytics is that first of all, it came it came from a passion of yours. You know, as you've said, you've been doing it for thirty years, so kind of like you love it, and you've you've always I'm sure that you've always been thinking how can you improve things, how can you make things better, um, and so that's why kind of like you see in the future and you see like what's happening around there and trying to you know improve the way athletes do it and and athletes you know perform so i guess that um i think it's fascinating what is exactly the the your go-to market strategy for c analytics what are you thinking in terms of like delivering uh, more value than any other people uh, or any other company in the world what is the 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 your mindset towards a getting a competitive advantage is it really in in the quality of the insights or more in the, in the quality of the technology or is it the combination of both like what are you thinking about about how do you conquer the whole um sailing market around the world yeah so that's that's really interesting um you remember i said that most people are not analysts right so big budget teams like olympic teams or whatnot First of all, they might have the knowledge of analyzing their own selling because they've been doing it for, for years and that's that's their job. But they also have the budget to hire analysts. And they have their ways to somehow keep and log this data. Doesn't matter if it's high tech or not, but, but they do have those systems. Whereas once you go, say, even one level below that, and it can be a club club racers or it can be uh, someone who is aspiring to be an Olympian or or even the local guy at your yacht club that wants to win the club racing, right? Today, they don't really have a way to log all of their data in an in a easy way, especially not their video footage in an easy way if they want to keep going back to it and, and um, compare it to previous sessions and, and whatnot. Our, our system allowed it. So not only that it's sorting everything out and extract the meaningful events, but it also stores everything in, in the cloud, in, in, in your own personal profile. You get your own personal insights uh, and you keep it for long term so it's really easy to see improvement or or whatnot um, now because sailing for example is not such a big sport then the the tech solutions for that are not not many if if any so now when we are approaching sailing clubs and just just local sailing clubs that you know for kids from the age of say 10 or 12 and up and some of them may want to be Olympians in the future, some of them may not, but um, once we give them that platform and suddenly the coach has a better visibility for the sailors and the club manager have uh, better visibility of what the coaches are doing. And suddenly the parents can see what the kids are doing. Um, so, so suddenly we have a platform that everybody um, wants to be a part of and 
and they, they suddenly see they need it, right? Um, so that's so that's one thing. Second thing that we do is uh, by developing our own algorithms that says, okay, this is an important event and this is a meaningful event or whatnot. We help uh, filter out all the garbage from the day and make the debrief a very, very effective, um, effective debrief. So it doesn't take much time to go over thing and, and you don't waste a lot of time on, you know, going through rubbish. And that's why the, the Olympic team loves us because yes, they, they may have their analysts and, and they are very good, but they still looking at it and say, oh, hang on a minute. Instead of set, if sitting for two or three hours trying to analyze things, I can do it in less than an hour or I can do it in 20 minutes or whatever. And I can do it when I'm going back home because it's all sitting in, in the cloud and I can log into it from wherever I am and see everything and, and start communicating with my coach. Um, so this is what we, we do now and this is our go-to-market. Uh, for now, we are not advertising big time, so it's all going from uh, word of mouth, but um, and some targeted clubs. Um, yeah, that's that's the idea for now. Yeah, it's all about you know really getting to iterate and finding better ways to deliver the product or the solution, and coming up with smarter ways to uh, you know provide better insights or more relevant insights, you know, maybe, I don't know, but maybe I'm brainstorming here, but maybe using machine learning and AI to recognize uh, specific patterns or specific trends in, in you know, personalized uh, to each one of the athletes, then once it feels more personal, like you can't really, you know, substitute that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not it's not easy to substitute personalized, you know, it, it, it's like, uh, how hard it is to really change doctors, right? Because the doctor knows you really well. So if C analytics becomes the doctor of all the sailors, then it's going to be really hard to, to substitute C analytics. So they, they are going to stick to it, you know, eventually for, for good. So I think that you're in a great position now, uh, Omer. And what, what, one of the other things that I'm, I'm very curious about to ask you is that, you, you know, is, is, is this fact that this this sport sailing is one of the these unique sports this you know as you mentioned not so popular but still you know kind of like relevant and interesting sports um especially because of how uh tough it is how risky it is how you know uh it it plays out you know in in the sea so I want to know if there are some kind of like counterintuitive or non-obvious facts that you've learned in through your experience about the ocean, about the weather or other type of clim climatic uh, factors through either, you know, your experience as a sailor or through sea analytics or through everything that you've been you've been learning. Is there anything that you can tell us about kind of like this this element of the sport that is really unique that you definitely won't find it on soccer zero possibility that you're gonna like and find it on baseball but you can really find it on sailing oh man um so i i wasn't football or soccer player um i i've been put in a boat when i was uh seven or eight years old uh, that that's what basically i was doing since then <laughs> um uh that said um 
sailing it's really well-rounded sport which is um, quite nice because uh, i think as i mentioned before you really have to take into consideration the weather and your equipment and you really have to learn how to uh, use and adjust and tune your equipment to your personal um, body type for example or sailing type um, it's a very diverse sport um, men and women can compete against each other almost on a level playing field especially if, if the weather is not rough if the wind is not too strong um, then your physical strength has not that much uh, factor in it right it's not a big factor so um, women can compete with men uh, quite easily and that's not to say that women are weaker than men you know but um, it's it's great it's it's it really is uh, great and i think that sailing is one of the few olympic sports that you can see um, mixed classes so you can see uh, boats that you have um, a man and a woman on them uh, racing against each other and this is this this is great um now counterintuitive i'm not sure because i was doing it for so long um so no i don't have a clear yeah but for, for instance what you mentioned just now about how like your your physical strength may not really be a a, a factor like this is for instance something counterintuitive intuitive for me because i would say like yeah but if you're stronger than than someone else then you might be able to you know pull specific winds or you know grab specific type of waves but you say it's not really like that so that for instance is counterintuitive i wonder yeah. if there's any other fact that you can think about uh, now uh related also to the waves or the sea or you know how to like how it, it feels can can you share with us how how it really how can you if there's anything that you can know of in terms of like how it really feels when you step into the ocean yeah from So, so this so this is actually quite interesting. So in, in regards to sea analytics, when I was um, younger, and a lot of people still do that, right? Uh, when, when you go racing or training in places, you take, you take notes of the weather to start and learning patterns. Now, what we do with sea analytics in order to make better insights, we gather weather data on the, on the platform. And then we let people rate it if it was a good one or not good or change it if it's not accurate because we, for now we take it from, from forecasts websites. Um, and what we see is that more often than not, the weather is really not stable. Um, and a lot of the time the, the forecast can be a, quite a bit off. Um, And I'm, again, I'm not a weatherman, so I'm not quite sure what it means. Um, and it doesn't feel like it used to be like that in the past. It, it feels like in the past we were a little bit better on, on uh, weather patterns. And today it just seems a little bit, um, a bit more all over the place. That's, uh, that's very interesting. I think that, you know, it's one of those kind of like things that there's just so much room to, to learn and improve. 
uh, that science hasn't really got his hand, got their hands on uh, more than like one percent of what's what's happening. You know, understanding uh, weather patterns and what really changes winds and what really you know creates specific conditions so i think that it's it's a really interesting area really interesting sports it's great to see that people like you are developing towards improving it and bringing more you know attention and solution to it so man i i recognize and i take my hat off for that omer man and i i i've been enjoying this this conversation with you a lot omer it has been fun it has been, has been interesting and insightful and i can't i can't leave without asking you a one last and more personal question and that is i want to ask you what has been the best day of your life and why do you remember that day to be the best day of your life oh man um uh, th there's so many if if i look at sailing I, I it's quite difficult to choose um i i think um one of the days that i i remember i raced in um in uh a regatta a, a, an offshore race called sydney to hobart quite quite a tough race and finishing that race was just just amazing um that's one thing but then you know i have i have two daughters so if i said any any of their birthdays so oh man i'll get i'll get into trouble so <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I like that you're you're keeping your uh, your family in mind, and that speaks a lot about about you, Omer. Man, I want to thank you so much for coming to the Halftime Snacks. It's it has been such a pleasure and such a fun time. I can't wait to get in that time machine, go to the future, and see what you accomplished uh, through C Analytics and everything that you've been developing. Man, I'm sure it's going to be huge. Um, and man, I can't thank you enough for coming. So yeah, man, I really appreciate you coming to the Halftime Snacks. very much for tuning in if you enjoy this episode hit the subscribe button and leave a review on apple podcasts if you enjoy learning about the business and technology behind sports make sure you subscribe to the sports tech biz newsletter i'll leave the link in the show notes see you all next week bye bye